0: Hey guys, welcome to ATL Real Estate Realness Podcast. We have another visit from our honorary, most important VIP mentor of the world, contract queen herself, Angie Smith. here. Good morning. Um, yes, managing broker for HomeSmart International and... Um, we were gonna pick her brain a little bit but um, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves and I'm Amber with HomeSmart I'm a real estate broker
1: and I'm Cassie Fuchs I'm with Southeast Mortgage lender for 19 years phenomenal lender
2: (laughs) and I'm Angie Mesa Smith and I'm a senior managing broker for HomeSmart here in Georgia awesome
0: so we were kind of talking about some of the crazy stuff you see i know you don't we don't even have enough hours to go into that but what's something that you can think of maybe recently
2: that's relevant for buyers, sellers in this marketplace absolutely Uh, something that we are seeing that i um, am pretty sure that the buyers and even sellers out there aren't really aware of Um, and and certainly agents aren't as aware of it as they need to be, is proper signing of legal documents. So um, a lot of times what we see is we'll see um, entities, such as a buyer that is a corporation, an LLC for example, and we will see, and this has been a particular problem since the use of electronic signatures. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've seen this all being a wide, a widespread problem because of the software. So um, it's hard to, uh, kind of trick the software and set it up properly, um, it can be done with almost all of the uh, different electronic signature softwares, but you have to actually take steps to Mm -hmm. make sure you're doing it right. So, correct. So the entity that owns the property could be, let's say an LLC, let's call it um, Acme LLC. And so that LLC uh, can't hold a pin. Yet Mm -hmm. we will see again and again, where uh an electronic signature will state the name of the entity and then have the um signature or a signed cursive version of that entity name in the signature blank but but it's not going to be considered a valid and it's arguably an unenforceable contract Because we need to actually see the human beings' signature. So Amber
0: Rogers for Acme LLC. That is correct. That's how they would. That That is correct. In
2: in some cases, depending on the type of corporation, um, it it may require two yeah. authorized signers. That's gonna all um, depend on the way the- um, Articles the, of Incorporation. Our, articles set. of Incorporation are set up and the type of entity that it is. And so it could uh, require know, it two is. authorized signers. Um, and sometimes it authorizes one, uh, has one authorized signer and requires a corporate seal. I've had so, that one. Before. When is that, that the case? Is that that That's a, again about the co- Articles of Corporation how up and up, okay. how it's set up, but a lot, wow, of, a lot of people when they're establishing their corporations don't take the extra step that they need mm-hmm. to actually obtain a corporate seal from, I assume, the Secretary of State. Right. but. You know, these are the types of things when you as an agent are listing a property that's owned by an entity um, or when you have a buyer that is an entity. These types of issues about who are the authorized signers, uh, let's make sure those authorized signers are blatantly clear and shown Mm -hmm. and we need to address that as real estate agents immediately it's not their job to know these things it's our job right because this day. is the 11th hour issue that <laughs> will we'll we'll, we'll completely you prevent
0: <laughs> you were up all night walking an agent through this <laughs> we'll uh, yesterday I said it's top of mind, so uh, it's top of mind to on,
2: on the entities another thing let's say we have a trust sometimes mm, there's um, co-trustees details. And if there's co-trustees, both trust, trustees have, have to, to sign. sign yeah. uh, sometimes the All entity- All the angry
0: siblings have to sign together. Yes. <laughs> so, sometimes
2: the entity is an estate and there's co-executors. So mm-hmm. uh, again, the um, the both executors, if there's co-executors, would have to sign. But one incident that just popped up yesterday was an incident where there was a deal that had fallen through and unfortunately that happens, and there was a termination document that was uh, signed, and it was uh, my job to evaluate that as the broker and determine, you know, make sure everything looked good with the signatures where the money was supposed to go to a seller. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the signatures (laughs) on the termination, and then I looked at the signatures on the purchase and sale, and the purchase and sale, uh, had the signer, uh, let's call the signer Anne. Signer Anne was signing as attorney in fact for mm. James, let's just call him James Smith, all right? So, on the termination document, mm. instead of uh, signer Anne signing as attorney in fact for J- James Smith, these are all made up names, of course, um, she's just signing her own name and the money's being awarded to her. So oh, I picked man. up the phone and called the agents, and I was like, "So I need to understand why Life this is, is happening all about That's right <laughs> <laughs> right." So I called and and I, and I hear from the agent who didn't know because she'd never experienced this before, and she's not an attorney." And she said, "Oh, the reason that she's uh, signing that way is because that was her father, and he was the only survivor that owned the home. Mom had died years earlier, um, and Dad was the only survivor, but Dad passed away. <laughs> A week after Super we went under contract, business. so by the time this termination document, agreeing for the uh, earnest money to be dispersed, was signed, she's mm-hmm. signing her own name. But it, problem is, she's not the seller.
1: I mean, at that point, it's got to go through proof. That Absolutely. agent should have
2: called and. I'm okay. sorry, agent, whoever uh, you are. <laughs>
0: Because I like to earn while I learn too, but it's easier to learn from other people's mistakes. And we have such a great broker support team yeah. at Homesnore. There's really no excuse to not
2: Absolutely. shoot and an email. And And so, but here's the other thing, you know, there are That's some lesser scary. experienced brokers out there and I'm not saying that to be critical. I'm saying that because uh, there yeah, just are, there just are that may have just looked at the fact that Anne signed her name mm. and Anne signed her name and, and just disregarded the fact that she she signed in her capacity as an attorney in fact, which is the person that is granted the permission on a power of attorney, and then here she's signing her name as an individual. Mm-hmm. See, when it when you are granted the right to hold a pen and sign mm-hmm. on someone's behalf, that person, that living person that gave you that permission if they pass away, the right to hold a pin on their behalf, since they can no longer hold a pin, the right to hold a pin on their behalf and sign on their behalf also dies. So that's something that not everybody is commonly going to know, but in our business we have to know that.
0: Probate's a big deal. Like, There's a lot of steps. I have a go-to guy named Jay Fox. We're gonna have to get him on here.
2: Oh yes, definitely. He's taught me a lot. Definitely. It
0: can be really tricky, especially if there's other parties involved, like siblings and...
2: And and here's the other factor. I think the the, uh, the only surviving child of the people that own the property I think her thought process is I'm in the will so eventually it'll be my property sure. well probate will actually not put it in her name probate will put it in the estate's name mm-hmm. so again and then her taxes are all messed she's up she's not can the authorized signer and so basically so I can't contract? I can not well Um, There's no way to terminate it that way. way. It can be terminated unilaterally by the buyer, which I advise the agent to do. And then the earnest money disbursement will have to go through a a procedure where I have to interpret the contract. But at the end of the day, the buyer is willing to forfeit the earnest money because they're changing their mind. After any contingencies, they're willing to forfeit the money. But the money will not be payable to... Annie. that's another good it's point. going to be See, payable, where does it go it's going to be payable to the, <laughs> the estate. estate of yeah. oh yeah yeah
0: yeah got it go. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: go. whatever the proper Which name of the estate
0: the that agent should have just it. asked
2: if she was confused
0: cuz right. it's better to be i mean like and it you said, it was two, i think they two were two agents ruined it, it was both agents it feels agents.
1: like they were trying to just kind of finish and rush it through right oh 1 million percent. Was and i'm guilty missing. of
0: that too like time kills all deals so i'm like just put it right and put it right and put it right and then i go back and get the spd and then i go back and get the lead base and then i go back and it loops yeah
2: right Wow, that's
0: you gotta scary. Do it the right way.
1: And at least there are good, you know, brokerages that, that, that take a look at these things. Oh, she's so fine tooth comb. Right, they be- catch
2: every little thing. And when in doubt, guys, address these issues with your uh, with the closing attorney that you've selected to be a part of the contract yeah, early on, job. because they are going to be the ones at the eleventh hour that yeah. are going to have to figure all this out. Just head it off at the pass and say, "Hey, you know, you know, find out from the client." uh where's your articles of incorporation are there any other signers are you a sole uh, mm-hmm. member of this llc find out those questions to get that information and get the closing attorney involved early to see what they're going to need because Purbate let's say be they do need long. two signers mm-hmm. let's say they do need a corporate seal and don't have one mm-hmm. these things we don't want to wait till the 11th hour so well, this is the kind I of thing you head off at the past I've seen probate take two how years how
1: the lender didn't? you didn't hear from the lender on this because the lender would have yeah that's faulty that too as well. and a good I'm,
2: lender like you would have right? <laughs> exactly. but not everybody does but but uh, but you may have been okay early on because when it went binding dad was alive and he Mm. had a viable poa uh so you had a power of attorney when it went binding and everything was fine it's now that it gets weeks later when the termination gets signed about the earnest money disbursement dad has since passed away but did they know did
1: the lender know i
2: don't know if the lender knew dad passed away i don't know
1: i mean because that's truthfully you would have the underwriter would would have questioned a ter- even a termination that was written in that way, just yeah. the same Correct. way as
2: you did. Correct. Correct, and and that brings me to another uh, example of something that just happened. A spouse question spouse that just that just popped up about a week ago, where again the lender was asking the agent. Uh, I need to get in touch I see that the seller here has a power of attorney and I has the attorney in fact signing for them and an agent asked this question they want to contact the seller and they want to um, talk to the seller they want this and this and this and my sellers you know um, not able to I don't want to say why but the seller was was not (laughs) let's just say they were not available because of legal matters so they were not available because of legal legal matters (laughs) but let's just say their spouse or whomever is the power of attorney so uh the agent was like the spouse is telling me no 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 um i've got the power of attorney well just because someone has signing authority doesn't mean they're suddenly your client they're not your client and
0: Mm.
2: because a power of attorney dies when a person dies it is not at all unusual as a matter of fact you should expect it that the lender will require their representative the closing attorney to verify proof of life that is true and so this is something this is something that the attorney's office even if someone is in a nursing home and perhaps there was a power of attorney done and they've had a stroke and they're incapacitated the the closing attorney i know you guys may not realize this they may be calling the nursing home to verify with the staff that that person is still Deliberate. alive. Yeah. Because that's them doing a good job. That's right. that's what they've got to do. Because, because otherwise they could otherwise get the later. Like
1: dice because Correct.
2: Right. right. And so you have, you have a completely unenforceable deal. And this, this, property is being deeded over. You're getting title insurance. A lender is lending and yeah. giving someone a loan on it. And if, if you don't that's have your bad. proper proper chain and signatures all in place, do you see how that could all end oh, up blowing yeah. up? Huge office. Office. absolutely galore. Yeah. yeah and so at the oh closing attorney is basically the insurance agent mm-hmm. for the title company. So they have to do all this stuff to mm-hmm. vet to make sure that there's not something that's going to be a, a title claim because of negligence or an oversight them. or something to that effect but yeah. so these these things actually are more common problems than we realize right
1: well I mean I imagine that it comes out way more often and you know truthfully that's leads me to my like my do's and don'ts right okay, okay. so uh, you absolutely because this comes up to with me all the time people wait until the day, the week of closing and say <laughs> I'm not gonna be at the closing, my <laughs> sister's gonna sign for me.
0: Well doesn't work it, like that. That just
1: crunches the amount of time that we have because we actually have to it provide costs a doc- them money too. Well, we have to provide a document to the attorney. Attorney has to fill it out and get it back to us and that can take days. Well if you don't tell me that you're not gonna be at the closing it, until the day before closing and we've gotta get all that documentation, I've had I've had deals, had to push out a couple of days oh, yeah. just so we could get the proper power of attorney. For, right.
0: for the signing so my a really absolutely
1: good you know do or don't please make sure it's good for us it, agents
0: to know too because yeah. we always think oh they'll just pay for a rush it'll be fine no we're, but it's not that simple I mean it is a time crunch no real and everyone's stressed out to rush
1: that you know it has to be signed off by the underwriter they don't even know that sometimes we need to know the you know they don't. Yeah,
0: I forget all right. the time they I'm think like, oh, the it's attorney so, will they, have
1: it. It's right it's, yeah. they say it's an attorney issue but the truth of it is is we have to sign off on it.
2: Well and you guys that's are the really client to the attorney. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the attorney is actually trying to make sure these checks and balances are in place to take, take care point. of you the lender mm-hmm. as well as the uh, title insurance company so that they're not you know um, causing a um, unnecessary financial harm to either you or the title company so it's a heavy you know burden burden. that's a big that is a big For burden and them. you know whenever we can be proactive, and that's where we as agents um, have to be out ahead of it. So when everything is the slightest bit out of the ordinary, be in communication, Mm -hmm. understand what the human beings involved in the transaction are really actually doing. What are they... Don't let your pride get ahead of you, yeah. You know, we've just got to ask those questions. Um, it's it's kind of the help me help you conversation right. of sure. you trying to make sure that you're asking clients these types of questions uh, as early on and also letting them know how important it is as early as possible of them to let you know when there's changes because you are simply trying to help them right and the more you can uh, be out front and the more you can keep They'll Cassie informed and the
1: closing
0: attorney informed
2: the better the
1: better chance you get to the closing table
2: on time, on that's time.
0: The, <laughs> so it's hard enough to get the deal under contract then you got to work through the steps you right. know and if you just do it one step at a time but communication is always the best that's why i love having a good right lender. you just got to have great communication and broker really, support yeah.
2: a- absolutely absolutely they respect that too
0: they want you to cross your t's and dot your i's mm-hmm.
2: you know, as consumers
1: all right what's your Do's and don'ts. Do you
2: have an absolutely yes or no? Well, uh, do's and don'ts. Just again, ask questions. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, one little uh, thing that I just want to mention, because it's another misunderstanding, is just remember as agents and brokers, we are not a party to the contract unless you're an owner. Mm Of the contractor, you are actually the buyer and you're actually acting as a principal in the transaction, you're not a party. And I want to just say this to all the agents listening just because you perform the ministerial act of filling in the binding agreement date, that act does not determine whether a contract's binding or not. That's a ministerial act and it can be filled in by either agent or it can be filled in by either party. But it's the behavior that causes the contract to be binding, and that is delivery of an accepted contract or accepted counteroffer prior to the time limit of that offer or counteroffer expiring. The delivery um, is when the binding agreement date occurs, and the date that gets filled in that blank um, needs to reflect the date of the delivery of the acceptance Which without change.
1: Which is really important to the lender because oh, yeah. we, that's, our, that's our start date. And us date for due diligence, for, they could for, lose right. their money. It's our start
2: date for all the things that we count on. And now yeah. there's a procedure in our Georgia Association of Realtor Forms where within one day of receiving a binding contract, if someone has filled in the date incorrectly, mm. you have exactly one day, and that's a calendar day, oh, wow. to send a notice um notifying the other side and sending um we have an agreement uh to basically amend uh amend the binding agreement date you send the notice um it's an it's a gar f816 for those of you who use gar <laughs> forms and she's then she's not kidding That's then, the actual number. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then there's the f733 i think which is the new uh, like binding agreement date um uh document and you send that notice and say hey you filled it in wrong you may have looked and you checked your email the day after we sent it but we delivered it last night so important. prior to it expiring and just because you happen to check your email today doesn't mean that today's I'm the binding agreement date lot. because then Amber your buyer is you know uh, you got a different, you're day later uh, they're getting shorted a day on all their contingencies right. and their due diligence so you have one day to make that objection Gosh. and send a written notice signed by your client and send that agree uh, the, the document to have it basically amended and changed. Or if you don't do that procedure, then Yikes. everyone is accepting what was written in that blank. That was
0: my next question. Okay. You
2: have one day. So. I was going to
0: say for my absolutely yes, is it, it was something you taught us in some of the mm-hmm. contract classes, is that we are not the parties.
2: You're not the mm-hmm. parties.
0: I used to think, oh, I binded it, so therefore the binding agreement date is this date. No, it's when I the delivery binding. was accepted. Yeah.
2: You know, agents Doesn't will matter. say that a lot. Who They'll say, I, I, I bound the contract, it in time. <laughs> and a cares. little vein will start popping out of the <laughs> top of my forehead, and I'm like... Oh, I'll just You are not like, it to the sale. Okay, scale. so let's look at the no authority to bind paragraph. No one reads it either. That's another thing. So my well, I read it for them if they attend my don't class. Don't not read it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> absolutely yes for me. Take Angie's contract class.
2: I will start I doing it. those. I will start doing those in
0: 2024.
2: You'll see the 2024 oh, understanding. Long. I just taught it last week. I just taught it last week. But towards I've the end of the year, like four times I don't I teach it stuff. as often towards the end of the year. I may teach one more before the end of the year, but look for. Uh, you'll see it out there I'm gonna start really blasting it everywhere but and anyone's welcome to attend uh, the 2024 understanding uh, gar contracts class it is uh, I teach it a lot in January and in February and it is not a class just about changes to the forms it is a class about end-to-end understanding your job as an agent and how to understand how All the paragraphs work the language that's in the body of the contract that matches those blanks on the front and the most common exhibits and addendums and amendments used in a typical transaction it's a deep dive in understanding how she'll give you real
0: world examples absolutely you can learn from other people's mistakes ideally that would be great. Thank you for coming oh, thank on you today. So this was so kind. Yes. <laughs> I could talk I to love you all all today. To come. You've got to thank come. Thank you so much. I, love I,
2: will, it. I will. I will. Let's Please. make it a regular thing. That
0: would be <laughs> phenomenal. Yes. yes. I know a yes. lot of people get value out of it, so thank you
2: for. Your thank time. you, thank you. My all
0: right, Angie's Contract class stuff in the notes, and then our contract or our contact information. Absolutely.
1: That's great. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
0: Bye. Bye from the Barbies.